Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good day there, guys, and welcome to r slash malicious compliance, where the phrase, do as you're told, is taken to extreme levels. Hope you enjoy the stories, and if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Let's go. Whilst in university, I was working in a popular supermarket chain as a team leader. I worked evenings, so this meant that I was essentially in charge of the checkouts as there were no managers in. I wore a headset and if the cashiers needed assistance, they would buzz me and I would go help. I wouldn't say what help was needed on the headset, just which number checkout. One night, I am in the middle of the store putting away some abandoned items. My headset tells me checkout 4 needs help, so I'm like, on it. As I'm walking over, Checkout 8 also buzzes in. Fine, I'll go there next. It takes a good couple minutes before I get to checkout 4. Some discounted items weren't going through, and I needed to authorize something. It took about 3 minutes to put through all the items that the customer wanted, and then I make my way over to checkout 8. As I approach, I can hear this guy causing a scene. He is moaning about how long I'm taking and how incompetent we clearly are. As I get closer, I see this middle-aged man with his arms in the air in a come on kind of gesture, complaining at the cashier that he had been on his feet all day and all he freaking wants is another box of eggs. I'm super polite and I ask how I can help. He turns with the biggest frown and I fully expect him to rip me a new one. But alas, he suddenly looks sheepish and his body visibly shrinks in with shame. You see, Redditors, I was 8 months pregnant at the time and as big as a house. The cashier explains that the eggs the man chose are broken and he needs a new box. Immediately he says, oh, um, I can go get them. There isn't even a queue behind him, he could have gotten them at any point. I say, no, 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 that's okay sir, you've been on your feet all day, let me get your eggs. And I waddle away and I take my time. Grocery Shopping 101 kids, always check your eggs. Especially at the checkout, as that is the best place to check. Next story. Like many other companies, our leadership recently released news of upcoming changes that even though profits for our company are up, they are eliminating most of the remaining perks that are still standing. Company supplied phones for anyone except the tops of the departments? Gone. How about reimbursements for things like safety shoes, eyeglasses for those of us in the metals and fabrication areas? Gone. All 401k matches, merit increases and or bonuses, frozen, until figures reflect pre-pandemic levels, i.e. much larger profit margins even though workload has increased. Our direct area has had a few manpower losses due to a few folks deciding to retire and a few that decided to pursue work from home opportunities, hiring freeze to replace anyone. All of this while the majority of the higher ups and anyone who works with a computer and argued they can work from home are, you know, working from home, which in our eyes is essentially a substantial raise slash savings for those lucky individuals that can work from home, fuel, daycare, etc. 
With the cases on the rise again, they decided to implement a health and wellness screening that must be completed every shift within 24 hours to the start of that shift and be presented at the security checkpoint. There is even a nice link to where you can complete it on your phone via an app for our convenience. Already annoyed at the above-mentioned cuts, and now they are wanting me to use my personal phone and data to complete a survey before working hours, I read the requirements again. It just had to be within 24 hours of the start of the shift and presented at the security checkpoint. We were working on average between 12 to 14 hour days, so I was easily able to complete and print a physical copy of the survey at the end of the day for the following day's requirement. That next day, I showed up at security and gave them the paper. She kind of looked at it and asked what it was. I told her it was the wellness screening so that I can enter the building for my shift. She replied, Oh, well, it has to be done before your shift. This has yesterday's date on it. I pointed at the disclaimer that said it just had to be within 24 hours to the start of the shift, which it was. Which, to her defense, is kind of silly because a lot can happen between the day prior and the start of the new shift. Looking slightly annoyed, she said, Oh, okay, you can just use your phone going forward so you don't have to print it out. I thanked her and said that it was actually easier for me to just do it at the end of my shift so I didn't have to think about it in the morning, especially since I didn't have access to the Wi-Fi until I was already past the security checkpoint. The third morning I did the same thing. She rolled her eyes and put the paper to the side. Didn't realize it at the time, but I was informed afterwards if we didn't use the app version, it didn't have a digital record, so they had to save all physical papers in a folder and retain them in their office. The fourth morning, the head of security was at the door, and as soon as I showed the paper, he then asked why I was choosing to do the physical paper instead of the app. Didn't want to get too in-depth, but told him that it was easier for me to print it out at the end of the prior workday, and these guys do not pay my phone bill, so I wasn't going to use my personal phone and data to do a redundant survey off the clock every morning. He tried to argue the paper option was really only for the plants and not for the offices, and I was the only person printing them out in lieu of using in the app. Told him I did not see where it was plant use only on the form, and if that was the case, HR would need to update the verbiage. Couple of co-workers in the area caught part of the interaction, and how the guy was complaining to my boss as soon as he hit the door about 10 minutes later. I filled them in on what I was doing, and they decided to follow suit. All 15 of us completed the survey at the end of the day to bring in the following morning. Friday morning arrives, I am sitting in my car watching as a line forms and everyone has a paper in their hand. I can make out the security guard's face. She looks pissed. I finally get out and go to walk in with a big crap-eating grin on my face and say good morning. She doesn't say a word, just does the temperature check and snatches the paper out of my hand. Around first break, I see our HR rep walk into the shop and talk to my boss. He looks over at me and points in my direction. <laughs> oh boy! And she walks over and introduces herself. We'll call her HRQB because she looks like she can play for the minor league. She says to me, Good morning, I am HR quarterback with Human Resources. We received a call from the head of security and they're saying that you're giving them printouts of the new health surveys. Do you need help setting up with the app? So I reply to her, Oh no, 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 that is not necessary. I actually already told him that it's easier for me to do it at the end of my shift the day prior instead of doing it on my personal phone in the morning. I don't get a very good reception here until I'm on the Wi-Fi, and that is past security. Which she replies, Well, you don't need to be on the Wi-Fi here to complete the survey on the app. 
You can even do it at home before leaving for work and take a screenshot of the confirmation. That way, you won't have to waste paper, and the security team member at the door won't have to keep it in a folder and drop it off to the office every day. It will save a lot of time and energy. So I say to her, ah, well unfortunately, the company has taken away all of the company issued phones, except for select individuals. And I, I am not going to do the survey on my personal phone or during non-work hours. I agree doing the survey every single day is a bit redundant and wasteful, but it isn't my paper and proof is required for me to enter the building. While it is tedious, I'm pretty sure that security is on their phone for 7 out of the 8 hours that they're stationed at the door. Think they can take 2 minutes to walk down the hall to drop off the papers at the office. Pretty sure I could have poked the vein on the side of her head and caused a stroke. I thanked her for her time, and my team lead then came to pull me to help him with the job slash save me. The first few days of the following week, most of my co-workers kept printing out the physical copies, which I thought was hilarious, but it was pretty short-lived. HR quarterback must have worked harder than she has ever worked in her life, because wouldn't you know it, come that following week, an email came out with a link to a new survey that only had to be completed one time online. And if after that, at any point you had flu-like symptoms, tested positive, or were near anyone that tested positive, they held you to the honor system to report it to supervision slash HR. God, that is such good revenge, because like, what are they actually gonna do? They can't force you to stop the paperwork because that's part of their policy. This is genius, OP. I love it, I love it, I love it. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I used to work at a call center for one of the biggest teleproviders in our country. Mobile subscriptions, internet, landlines, all that. The call center I worked at was only for business clients and not private customers, so it was not unusual for a client to have a lot of mobile subscriptions. One thing to note, I'm not sure how changing a mobile provider in other countries works, but in my country, you have to get the other company that you want to transfer to to order the numbers from where you are now to them. You cannot cancel your subscription and then have it transferred. If you cancel your subscription, it stops working right away. If you want to transfer after that, then you need to order a reopening of the subscription on that phone number for it to be able to transfer to the other teleprovider, and the reopening is treated as a new order and a new subscription. So it's an ordeal to go through. Also, and this is important for the story, if you have a debt collection case for an invoice with the teleprovider that you are currently at, you will then no longer be able to get new subscriptions with that company until the debt collection is paid in full. Now on to my story. 
I get called in from a customer who had maybe 10 to 15 mobile subscriptions with us, as well as an internet subscription, and apparently they worked with sales. The customer was very angry on the phone. He tells me that they've received a debt collection case from us for an invoice they had not paid, which was true. There was an invoice in our system that they had not paid, and it had indeed gone to debt collection. He then told me that he knew about the invoice, but had just not bothered to pay it. Like, mate, what did you expect to happen if you didn't pay it? He then proceeded to berate me for sending them a debt collection and demanded that we cancel it immediately. One other thing to note is that none of the people that worked on the floor of the call center have the authority to cancel debt collection cases. We need to send a case to another department for that. He would not let me send a case, nor would he let me call a supervisor to maybe expedite things. He said that I should cancel it right away, or he would cancel all of their subscriptions right this second. Cue malicious compliance. Now, normally when people threaten to cancel their subscriptions because of reasons, they mean that they want to transfer to another provider, and I usually refer them to contact the other provider so that they can start the process. This time, however, since the customer was being an asshole, I didn't do that. I asked point blank, do you want to cancel your subscriptions with us immediately? And they say yes, and I say, are you sure? Yes. So I reply, okay then, I'll cancel all of your subscriptions right this second. And he replies to me, good asshole, and then he hung up. So I logged the call, with every detail that he had said and asked me to, and added an extra line of, if any doubts, just listen to the recording of the call. So I got at it and went ahead and cancelled all of the subscriptions this client had with us. All of them. Even their internet subscription. After about an hour, one of my co-workers got a very angry call from the client, who was forced to call from another phone because, guess what, their subscription was cancelled. I was done for the day so I just went home, but my co-worker filled me in the next day. The client had yelled and screamed that they were no longer able to call out or receive calls, as well as their internet was down. He had read the log that I created and informed the client that they had terminated our services, so of course they wouldn't receive any calls, nor make them. They demanded that we open up the subscriptions again, so that they could do their work. But again, my coworker had to inform them that it would not be possible since they had a debt collection case. That needed to be paid first, or else none of the orders they put in would go through. After more screaming and profanities, my coworker had to end the call. The next day I had the evening shift, but I had saved the client's information to see if anything else had happened. Apparently the debt collection got paid and the subscriptions were reopened. They also had ordered a transfer to another provider. I have no idea how much money they lost, but for a sales team to not be able to work for over 24 hours, I can only guess that it was a lot. Also, as a cherry on top of things, they were in a contract period with us, which means that they get a small discount on their subscriptions if they are with us for a set period of time. If they break that contract, which they did when they told me to cancel their subscription as well as transferring to another provider afterwards, they had to pay a fee of over $300 per subscription. That was at least $4,500 on top of what they lost the 24 hours they couldn't do anything. All because they didn't want to pay a $30 late fee. Oh my god, they owed that little money. This is the definition of F around and find out, Buster. God damn it, OP, that was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that story. Thank you.
I'm a building manager, and I took over two residential apartment blocks. Part of my duties include assigning parking spots. Due to the incompetence and neglect of the previous management company, I inherited a parking lot which was a complete organizational disaster. Multiple tenants believing they had been assigned the same spot, tenants parking in spots but not paying, etc. And of course, the parking map, which is supposed to be regularly updated, had not seen an update in almost 16 months. A situation arose where the two tenants were fighting over the same parking spot. Instead of coming to management to resolve, they engaged in a nasty gram war, which consisted of them leaving mean notes on each other's car. Eventually, this dispute spilled over, and I was contacted by one of them. The conversation was simple but plain. I expressed understanding about their frustration and asked specific questions to help figure out who was originally assigned that parking spot. I explained how the previous management failed to maintain order in the parking map and that I would cheerfully resolve the issue. Instead of replying to my simple questions, when were you assigned the spot, when did you sign your lease, they sent me an all caps email which in part read, I do not have to answer any questions, and I expect this parking situation to be resolved immediately with no more emails or text messages. Well, if they had just answered my questions, I could have resolved the situation. I suspected they were the original tenant assigned to the spot, and it was indeed theirs. But since they would not answer questions and insisted on resolution immediately, I did what I could. I assigned the other tenant that spot and I replied, in order to resolve the issue without communication, you are now assigned spot number 64. If you continue to park in spot 35, you will be towed immediately as it is now assigned to a different tenant. I gave them the spot right next to the dumpsters. Now they can enjoy the stench of rotting garbage and a cloud of wasps every trip to the car, which is also 100 meters further away from the doors. Two days later, they approached me in person and apologized for their behavior. I said, no worries, I don't hold grudges. They asked if I could reassign them their old spot, and I said, no. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Oh my god. God damn, that is cold, OP. Anyway guys, if you liked these stories, please let me know what you thought of it down in the comments below. I'd love to see how you reacted to some of the endings, especially that one right there, because goddamn, I loved that so much. Anyway guys, I hope you're having a good day today, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye! Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.